Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Friday, October 15th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Some black families are swapping out traditional schools for homeschool during the pandemic. My kids are just falling apart. And I know as a mom, we all have jobs outside of our homes. As a mom, my first job is to my babies. St. Louis Public Radio's Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson explores the many reasons some black parents are choosing homeschooling. That's in just a few minutes. A mask order can now be enforced in St. Louis County. A judge has lifted a preliminary injunction that had been blocking enforcement of the mandate. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page has responded with a tweet stating the order is in force. He added the focus has always been to protect lives and livelihoods. This ruling means an order issued last month replaces a previous mandate from July, and so the preliminary injunction on that initial mask regulation does not apply. The Missouri Attorney General's office has released a statement to the media vowing to continue the legal fight against the mask mandate. The University of Missouri-St. Louis is following the county's lead on masks, even though a system-wide mandate will expire tomorrow. UM officials will then request people wear face coverings inside and socially distance when possible, but UMSL officials say they will keep a mask mandate in accordance with guidance from St. Louis County. Today is the deadline for 3,600 St. Louis Public Schools employees to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Some workers have already received notice that they will be fired for not getting the shots. District Communications Director George Sells. We don't want to lose a single person. We would prefer not to, but this policy is being put out there for a reason, and it's for safety, and it's for the safety of our students, and that is the number one responsibility that we've got. Sells says some employees who did not want to get vaccinated have resigned or retired. Missouri is launching a criminal investigation into a reporter who alerted the state about a data vulnerability on an agency's website. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg has more. A report published Wednesday by the St. Louis Post-Dispatch revealed that thousands of Social Security numbers of school employees were publicly vulnerable on the Education Department's website. Though the affected pages have been taken down, Governor Mike Parson announced a criminal investigation of the reporter, as well as the Post-Dispatch, for what he calls a hacking of the state's website. They were acting against a state agency to compromise teachers' personal information in an attempt to embarrass the state and sell headlines. For their news outlet. The Post-Dispatch denies Parsons' claim, saying, quote, a hacker is someone who subverts computer security with malicious or criminal intent. Here, there was no breach of any firewall or security and certainly no malicious intent. I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. The St. Louis Cardinals are looking for a new manager. The team has fired Mike Schilt roughly one week after losing the National League wildcard game to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Baseball operations president John Wazalak says philosophical differences led to the decision, but he's not providing more specifics. This is not a reflection simply on, on wins and losses, right? It's not simply a question of were you happy with, with how the game was managed. It really was more at a higher level of where we saw the team going and where we wanted it to go. 
Schilt spent parts of four seasons as manager. He guided the Cardinals this year to a franchise record 17-game winning streak and was the 2019 National League Manager of the Year. Schilt had been with the organization since 2004. This is the final day of our fall member campaign. Your support keeps shows like The Gateway and We Live Here possible. Click donate at stlpr.org. The number of families ditching the traditional classroom in favor of homeschooling has doubled since the start of the pandemic. The rate of black families gravitating toward that option is five times more than any other racial group. St. Louis Public Radio's Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson explores why some black families in the region are homeschooling. That's a little far, Eddie. That's too far. He's going to have to take the challenge. Andre Hopgood and his little sister Addison are playing The Floor is Lava. It's one of the daily brain breaks the siblings take after finishing some of their schoolwork. Their mom, Beverly, started homeschooling the pair this year after watching her kids struggle with virtual learning. She says there were a lot of distractions in her daughter's class, and Addison was over repetitive learning. One day she came to me, she was like, Mama, if we have to count to 20 or go over the seasons, which I know, or listen to this dude Usher do the ABCs one more time, I, it's just going gonna, gonna to be a wrap. But the real turning point was with her nine-year-old son, Andre. She noticed he was becoming more flustered, his confidence shaken, and sometimes he'd cry. My kids were just falling apart. And I know as a mom, we all have jobs outside of our homes. As a mom, my first job is to my babies. My first job is to make sure they're okay and they're getting everything that they need. And I knew in my heart that they just weren't. Beverly and her husband ultimately decided to give homeschooling a try. The Hopgoods join a growing number of black families turning towards homeschooling. The U.S. Census Bureau published findings from a survey that found the rate of black families swapping traditional learning with homeschooling between the spring and fall of 2020 was five times more than any other racial group in the country. Sharita Butler-Barnes, an associate professor at Washington University, focuses on the effects racism has on the educational and health outcomes outcomes of black families. She says during this pandemic, black parents got a front row seat into their kids' education. But the negative experiences black children and parents have in the classroom aren't new. Whether it's stemming from curriculum issues where black children are not necessarily being um, reflected in the curriculum that's being taught. We have teacher biases and then we have exposure to um, racism within these contexts. But some black parents were already homeschooling their kids before the pandemic. Take Shalon and Halbert Gates. The couple has been teaching their four kids at home for more than a decade. They tried traditional school, but it was short-lived. Shalon says part of the reason was their oldest son, Isaac. She says he's been a math whiz since he was two. But when they pushed for their son to be put at a higher math level, they were shut down. It was just like, well, yeah, you know, you guys say that he can, you know, do all these wonderful things with math, but we, we kind of think he should just stay at this level. And so psychologically, what that does to a child when he feels that he can achieve a lot, but then he's told, well, no, we just want to keep you here. She says Isaac was worried about losing friends if he continued to show just how good he was at math. When they transitioned back to homeschooling, Shalon level with him. It's okay that you perform at whatever level you're capable of performing at. And I want you to gain that spark again of wanting to achieve and, and attain a high level of 
academic achievement. Like, it's okay. Sky's the limit. Just go for it. Now, Isaac is doing 10th grade math as a middle schooler. Having that kind of support is important, says Danielle Joy Davis. She's the founder of Circle of Excellence, where she assists homeschooling families in the St. Louis region and across the country. Davis, who also homeschools her son, says all parents are capable of homeschooling their children. She says it's just an extension of parenting. Take your natural skill of teaching your child basic life skills and just transfer it to teaching them a little bit about history. Transfer it to teaching them about how to apply mathematics in a real and relatable way. She says she hopes more Black families continue to invest in their children's education by doing it themselves. I'm Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Maria Altman edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.